the healing of the daughter of the Canaanite woman shows that Christ answers the prayers of those who have confidence in him, no matter who you are. If you go with confidence to Christ, he will, with faith, he will, he will answer you. He is powerful to save those who trust in him. This foreign woman, a Canaanite, a non-Jew, approaches the Lord for the sake of her possessed daughter. So she first prays. To speak to the Lord is to pray. So she speaks to the Lord. And what does she say? She says what we say at Mass. Kyrie eleison. We actually, we use her words at Mass. Because they're powerful. Have mercy. She said, Miserere mei domine fili David. Actually, we use these words twice at the Mass. We use it at the beginning, at the Kyrie, and right before Communion. We say, that's the Latin. The Kyrie is the Greek. See? Kyrie is Domine in Latin, which is Dominus, the Lord. Kyrios, the Lord. And then Eleison is Miserere. Miserere is, is mercy. So she asks him for mercy. This is her prayer. You, you, you should use this prayer all day long. Jesus, Jesus, mercy. Lord, mercy. Mercy, Lord. And then she says, Lord, save me. This is a, a prayer that you should have on your... You should repeat every moment of the day. Mercy, Lord. Mercy, mercy, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me. Help me, I need you, Lord. I can't do it without you, Lord. She asks him for mercy. She asks him for mercy, asking him to do an exorcism for her daughter because she believes in him. The title that she used, Kyrie, Domine, is God, the Lord of the whole world. This is the word the word in the Bible that stands for God is Lord. It's the highest title of God in the Old Testament. The Jews used the word Lord instead of using the word which they considered you couldn't say, Yahweh, the, the name that God had revealed for himself. So instead of that, you look at the Old Testament. A lot of places it says Lord, where really it says Yahweh. Because it's the, the, the four-letter word, the tetramaton, which they, were, they thought they, you, you wouldn't be able, you couldn't say. So she, she prays and she insists when he says that the Canaanites are dogs. He says, it is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So you're not part, you're not a Jew. I, I came for the Jews. And she insists. And the apostles, the apostles don't let her approach. 
and she insists with Jesus, and she gets down, she, gets, she does his hom- him, him homage, the way we do at Mass, she gets down on her knees. We imitate the Canaanite woman at, at every Mass. Say, Lord, have mercy. We pray to him, and we do him homage. And she says, well, even the dogs eat the... It, Please, please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. As if to say, at least give me what dogs get. You say we're dogs. Well, the dogs eat too. (laughs) We're not the chosen people. As if to say, we're not the chosen people. She acknowledges that. But we are people. We're people. In the image and likeness of God. And without God, we're dead. And you're God. We're not dogs, furthermore. Even dogs are treated better than us, is what she's saying. That the Jews treat us like dogs. Are you going to treat us like that? Worse than dogs? Christ will say in another place, you are worth more than the birds. And God provides everything for them. God doesn't, not one of them falls to the ground without your heavenly father knowing it. Even even the grass, the flowers of the field, he dresses with every adornment, with every beauty. Not even Solomon in all his glory is dressed as nice as the wild flowers, and you are worth more than all the grass. So don't you worry, the Lord says. And this is the this is the faith this is the faith that this woman knows. She she has this that faith in God, that He takes care of His children, and she's a child of God by being a a, a woman. By being a man, created in the image and likeness of God. She prays to him, she kneels and prostrates before him, she confesses her faith bodily, as we do at every Mass. And she shows thereby her confidence, she exercises her confidence in God. She does her confidence in God. She is confident in him. And she knows God. And she knows the heart of God. She knows that God loves her. And that she is made by God and for God. And she knows that Jesus Christ is he. So she insists. Even though the very disciples oppose her. This is instructive. You know who the apostles are. That's the church. (laughs) Sometimes even the church is against you when Jesus is on your side. Sometimes you might know Jesus better than the priest. See, you should know Jesus directly. This is the point. Your faith in Jesus doesn't depend on the priest solely. Yes, you receive faith through the ministry of the church. But your faith is not in the church. Your faith is in God. Your faith in the church comes from your faith in God. Jesus Christ is your Lord. 
I'll give you one example. The priest is ordained by the bishop with the ordination of Jesus Christ. Who does he serve? He serves Jesus Christ. He obeys the bishop. But he has the power of Jesus Christ under the jurisdiction of the bishop, but it's not the power of the bishop. It's the power of God that's given through the holy ordination, through the holy sacrament. And same here. When the priest gives you the body and blood of Jesus Christ, he's not giving you himself. He's giving you Christ directly. So you have the very power of Jesus Christ. You, you, are, you, are, you have, you're as great as the priest as far as that goes. You're a priest <laughs> in this way. See, the pre, you're not an ordained. See, there's two different participations in the priesthood of Jesus Christ. But you participate in the cross of Jesus Christ in offering your life to God through Jesus Christ. At the Mass, the priest does it as the sacramental minister in service of your share in the priesthood of Christ. There are two different shares, essentially different shares, in the priesthood of Jesus Christ. But it's the same priesthood. And the union with God is the same. And the union with God depends on your holiness. I never tire of saying, who's the, who's the one that was most united to Jesus Christ. It wasn't a priest. It was a woman. And not even a professional woman, a housewife. A virgin and a mother. Perfect virgin, perfect mother. You say, what did she do? She didn't do anything. <laughs> she loved Jesus Christ. That's what she did. And that's her greatness. And she has the greatest place in heaven. Because that's the greatest. There's only one thing necessary, Jesus says. Unum necessarium. And this Canaanite woman knows it. And nobody can get between you and Jesus Christ. Don't let anyone get between you and Jesus Christ. Be very jealous of him. If anybody gets in the way, you go around them. <laughs> you go over them. You, go, you bypass them and go to him. She goes directly to the master, insisting. And so he... He, com he commends her, woman, great is your faith. Fiat tibi sicut vis. These are wonderful words. Be it done to you as you, as you will, because you have the will of God. Because your will is united to the will of God, it will be done to you as you will. This is the greatest motive for doing something, because you want it, because you know that's right. Because you know it's good. You know it's what God wants. And it, and it will be done for you. Be it done to you as you will. And her daughter is cured from that hour. To, so that you, may know, you might know, so that the whole world might know that Jesus Christ excludes no one who pleads with him, who prays to him, who adores him with faith and reverence. And with insistence, exercise your faith. Do your faith. Exercise your confidence in God. Ora et adora. Pray and adore him. Pray without getting discouraged. Kyrie eleison. Domine miserere. 